Hello all and welcome to Malt and Magic, a homebrew D&D adventure from four UK-based gamers and friends. Follow along in our adventure as Ander, Dargon, Kirik and their psychic Bothrid battle through the unforgiving land of the Forgotten Kingdom of Nihilin. Having defeated the Dark Aladrin, they now face an uncertain future as enemies grow in number and mysteries remain to be solved. If you enjoy this 5th edition D&D adventure, please be sure to leave us a rating or review on your podcast platform of choice. And now, let's join our heroes as their journey continues. Hello folks and welcome to episode 104 of the Forgotten Kingdom of Nihilin, Malta Magic. Um, it is our two year anniversary which is amazing so we will get to all of that in just a second but before we go absolute apeshit for the fact that we've been doing this for two years now which is insane, um, let's do the usual thank yous, usual shout outs with a few extras tonight um, and talk about some things that are going to happen this evening as well. Um, ignore anything from sort of my neck down because we will talk about that in just a second but um, my usual shout outs and thank yous go to Incarnate, Albert Radio and Dungeon Alchemist for all things mapping and virtual tabletop um, for character management D&D Beyond of course uh, <laughs> for Hero Ford, uh, sorry for yeah, let's see, this is what happens when I pay attention to the chat for like th three seconds my brain just <clears throat> so uh, sorry for token generation and the character visuals and of course a huge shout out to Hero Forge there and then the DM's tools that I use in the background soon, 5e Magic Shop and 2 Minutes Tools you can hear the musical sounds in the background right now those musical ambiances, they are courtesy of Tabletop Audio and all of our sound effects you will hear tonight are very, very special thanks to BattleBards, whom we are affiliated with. So if you want to get some sound effects for your own game, then there is a nice little cheeky discount code we can we, yeah, we can give you. Modern Magic on the screen right now. Use that when you register. Get yourselves a discount off those sound effects and use them where you see fit. Um, they are amazing. They are very, very easy to download and use. Um, it is awesome. Um, you can also see all the links to the social media channels there. I did post... Uh, a quick video on TikTok and Instagram earlier just to talk about the, um, well, tonight's shenanigans. Um, it's been a long weekend, folks. You're going to have to bear with us tonight. Um, uh, so, yes, please go check out the social media channels for all updates and various things that are going on there. Um, and, of course, if you want to catch our past episodes or go and revisit your favourite moments, then you can go check out the YouTube channel or the podcast, which is on your, well, on all sorts of podcast platforms um, and if you have the chance to or feel so inclined please do uh, please, oh god I'm going to give up speaking in a minute please do leave us a rating or review it has been a very very long week and a very long day um, cool yes so leave us a rating or review on the podcast uh, and yeah every little helps that will just help to spread the word grow the audience and we can start doing more things more giveaways more fun stuff other than just of course, bringing you this awesome entertainment that we bring you each week. Um, so, I, <laughs> I talk about long weekends. Um, I think three out of the four of us, probably all four of us, have had very long weekends at least. But um, Dave, somehow, and I have also uh, have all been involved in some way, shape, or form in the 25-hour gaming stream by the Place Bedford. 
Um, so I did want to take this moment to thank Kai, Rich, Ellie, and of course Samal for being amazing players during the very special um, Mortal Magic one-shot, um, which we titled Deeds and Omens. You can go and check that out on Twitch if you go to the place Bedford's videos, but you will have to find the right point in the stream because it was on the Saturday and it was the big long day. So I think it's about the three and a half hour mark. I can't remember exactly. Um, but the YouTube video will be available and we will, of course, post that on our own YouTube channel as well, just so you've got access to that um, and you can check that out. But it was it was a lot of fun. Um, there were some interesting pieces that came out from certain characters. So I'm sure it will be worth a watch, hopefully for everyone out there. So, yeah, just a huge thank you to the to the four players again. I had a lot of fun first time DMing live and in person, but also on camera at the same time. So I was a wee bit nervous at the start, um, but we got through it. Um, and yes, of course, we are tonight going to announce the winners of our giveaway. Um, so there are two pieces of art up for grabs and t-shirts, which we will talk about in just a second, the t-shirts themselves. Um, but I did want to use this moment to say that there is still a chance to get some tickets for that giveaway. So if you're not already following, you can follow for a ticket right now. And if you're active in chat, you will get an extra ticket. Um, if you subscribe, that will give you five extra tickets straight off the bat going into the pot. And then we will announce the winners of the giveaway right after the break. Um, so that being said, let's get this show on the road. There will most certainly be adult language, definitely some adult humor, and um, probably some tired faces as well. But bear with us. Um, let's roll. Happy two years, folks. Um, Cheers! Which is insane, right? It's totally nuts. We've been streaming this for two years. Um, kind of crazy, kinda crazy stuff. I don't think I've ever kinda had silly, a but a lot of fun at the same time. I was about to say, yeah, in terms of hobbies, yeah, not a chance. No, nothing that has run un, you know, without a break like this. Amazing. I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's all good fun. Um... What was I going to say then? Ah, yeah, just looking back at that intro then, it's it's quite ridiculous to see how far the characters have come on. Um, <laughs> I think those character creations like were... No. <laughs> that's what I say, those character creations were way before even the first anniversary, so... Um, but I do like that even back then, uh, the resident Mr. Wizard decided to burn the map of Nylon and therefore foreshadowed everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can't tell you what my plans were for, for, for that edit, but yeah, okay, fine. Uh, it, it worked out well. It's all good. Plan that. It did indeed. <laughs> um, so let's run down the lineup very, very quickly. So I am Matt. I am the Dungeon Master, also playing psychic character of Bothrid this evening. 
I am Danny, Daddy Issues, Ander, Oh, Splinterthorn, I need a name then. King Ander, Splinterthorn, Keep, I keep slipping into it. That's what she said. I'll leave it there. Um, hello, I'm Simao, and I'm playing Kira Kravtask once again. Uh, missed him, and uh, yeah. I am absolutely fucking knackered, so we'll see how this goes today. <laughs> well, it's going to be a very shit. chill stream. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, I know I do look like shit. <laughs> so I opened uh, the camera and I was like, mm, today I'll just do voice podcasts. We can, yeah. we can put the, uh, just pictures of our characters instead of just the voice yes. <laughs> Uh, hi, I'm Dave, uh, resident Mr. Wizard, uh, and uh, I play Dargon the Goliath Fighter Warlock. Uh, and yeah, if I fall asleep, someone just poke me. Well, you need to press all the buttons, so you need to stay awake. In campaign two, yeah. you have to be a wizard, because we call you the wizard so much that you, you couldn't be further away from a wizard. <laughs> I can't in, remember in what film I get that from, but it's... I don't know what the phrase is, but it's Mr. Wizard, do something. Um, I'm sure it's Resident yeah. Mr. Wizard, though. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm sure. So, yeah, I, I, it's, it's familiar to me, but hey. <sighs> Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, let's get the, uh, the inevitable out of the way. So, one of the prizes up for grabs tonight... Um, oh, yeah, I did get that right. Um, is a very, very special two-year anniversary edition of our Malta Magic T-shirt. So we have updated the logo slightly to have a nice gold sheen on it. Um, there are some cast. There we go. I'm going to get Danny to turn, stand up, and turn to his right there because he's got the best lighting for it as well. So if you can just show the sleeves, Danny, as well. There are the cast signatures on the sleeve uh, on both sleeves. That's right, there we, go. Oh, there we go. Full screen hodge. And then if you spin around, there we go. Guard the veil with the Twitch link on the back as well. So, oh, the yes, there is one of those up for grabs. <laughs> it's all right, no, we got it. No, we got it. it was all good. There is one up for grabs. Stick for being amazing and for doing all the artwork for us. You are getting one anyway, just because, Ooh. yeah, you've been out and out one of the strongest followers and subscribers for the whole time um, and as I say you've, you've done the artwork for us so I would not feel right not sending you a little something to say thank you um, so yes there is a t-shirt up for grabs and there are two pieces of amazing artwork up for grabs as well which we will reveal if I think they've been revealed on social media anyway but as we announce the winners you will also see the artwork that you have won and I think that will do for me just raffling, uh, waffling on, raffling on, talking about <laughs> raffle tickets and giveaways and getting waffling up. It's going to be a good night, isn't it? Right, let's get into this. So, last time um, you went to the Black Sea. Oh, no, wait, that was the other team. Uh, not you guys. So, spoilers. Um... <laughs> oh, right. I would also point out that it was such a busy weekend that I managed to tune in for your bit for like 10 minutes, and so I'm desperate to go back and watch it but obviously i don't know whether it in, whether it includes spoilers so actually it's one of those ones of like but yes i want i i, I want to and i have no idea what happened <laughs> yeah so i mean the premise is it it's running concurrently with us right now yeah so the the four figures that were in said location 
um, we're doing things at the same time you guys are all doing things as well. So nice. um, there were some interactions with some existing characters, which were a lot of fun. And I think uh, somehow had a, an enjoyable time figuring those those connections out. Um, Very much did. So yes, um, but last time um, was the the aftermath of the the battle with Zapnik, um, and sort of dealing then with what do we do now? We're home. And and uh, finally having to come into the fore of, of being king, and so he held his first ever court, um, where people could come to him and ask for things, make trades for the king to make certain promises, um, and there were various interactions all the way through. Um, we did have a few technical issues halfway through, which we managed to solve, um, but got there in the end. Um, and so, yeah, the majority of the episode was under sorting out his new but fragmented kingdom in the hopes of maintaining allies um, and forging alliances to take you into the next stage of this battle. Um, but all that happening with the the looming encounter with Theogodon um, sort of hanging over you, knowing that you've all got to go and face him now before you can go anywhere else. And pretty much that is where we begin. After you've had a long rest, you've dealt with the court, and you now decide to go and make your way over to the Temple of the Raven Queen. Before we do that, is there anything any of the Wardens would like to do? <clears throat> no, so... Can I just, as a, just make sure I've got it right, all of the things I've promised, am I to assume they're going to be in motion or do I need to set them? No, I mean, some of them are obvious because it happened in front of us straight away, like the tree being planted, but the things I promised other people, I am assuming they'll happen in the background now, yeah? You Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Unless there's anything specific you decide to go and do, then no, that will be, uh, that will be it. Well, I suppose the only thing I promised to do that will need actually starting is um, rebuilding Failiad. And I wanted to ask Grelan if he would oversee that after he sorts out Greenflower being a Horizon Walker, he'll be able to guard the gate at the same time. But I think okay. that's a, a little bit for later on. That'll be a post-credit scene. Okay. Um, I will say that... Um, in fact, make me a perception check, please. Now you think of it and think about what you've asked Grelin to do, or what you're hoping to ask Grelin to do. Um, you've not seen Grelin for a while since you've been here. Okay. So you might need to uh, investigate that one. Anything else? Uh, nothing from me. No, I'm just uh, psyching myself up, putting on a brave face before we go see Theo. Excellent. Okay, then we will say in 
this time then as you sort of all um having had a rest again sort of put on armor and get yourself armed and everybody has sort of their own personal moment now to think about what's about to potentially happen um i say everybody has their personal moment bothrid is pretty much just like i'm wrong traveling I'm all ready to go off to a temple and just sort of humming to himself and singing to herself and he will wait in the throne room for the the rest of you um so my question then to the three of you is in this moment and we'll go down the line uh, so Ander what is running through your mind at this moment so part of it is trepidation about will it bring up any past trauma that I thought I'd got closure on by shooting him in the back with an arrow but then part of me is actually a little bit feeling a bit petty in terms of rubbing it in his face to show him how fucking awesome I am now <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a mixed bag to say the least half of it is the nerves but then half of it wants to kind of show off a little bit okay and Kirik um yeah mostly thinking about how I'm running the different scenarios of what might happen ahead and just yeah just considering this story that Dargon told us earlier. But most of all, I think trying to understand whether or not he is the same person that he was when he went into into death. Okay. And Dargon. <clears throat> Uh, opening up about the story uh, to the guys and letting it out definitely eased some tensions um, but more importantly I think the discussion about did I absolutely know it was him or was it you know some other lackey makes him now a little eager to want to find out uh, but Preparing for the fact that if he gets the wrong answer, um, then he's not quite sure what will happen to him. Okay. So as you all then have these moments, sort of thinking to yourselves, um, I'm going to say Annabelle knocks on your door, Ander. Just a gentle... Come in. What? Hang on. Why is she not with me in my room? Annabelle, not Mirabelle. Oh, bloody hell. Well, I'm glad I didn't say that in the bedroom. Imagine if I'd said the wrong name. I mean, I know that. I know they're twins, but. Twins! Twins! puzzle! Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you come in. Love it. <laughs> Sorry, um, Ander. I had something I think we, uh, well, I think you should have. 
and uh, well, it was Mirabelle's idea actually. And she sort of brings in this um, this cloth patch, if you like. Figured it was fitting, giving the well the name and that you're now a king. Um, obviously, I'm not going to attach this to the cloak because I have no idea what that thing does, and it already looks amazing. But I was thinking maybe we could just fashion it onto your either your part of your chest armor or maybe onto the pauldron just so you've got your banner where you go oh i like it yeah I'll, can you sew it can you attach it while it's on as well and to take it off absolutely and she will sort of spend sort of a quick 10 minutes or so just sewing this patch on and eventually just sort of snips the thing and smooths it down a bit and taps you so there fit ricking Thank you. I'll, I'll find it hard to hide my uh, happiness slash smugness. I'm well impressed with that. I don't think Hero Forge is going to have it there. Don't worry about that. <laughs> well, you have work to do. Um, I'll keep things in something of order while you're gone. Thank um, you. And uh, I know you're only going, obviously, to the temple first, but um, I'm assuming after that you're going to be Forging war, I guess? Yeah, probably. We might have some more dignitary-type moves to do. I've got someone to sort out in Deliwin, but we'll, I'll, I'll confer with the group to see, see how we approach that one. But um, while I'm attending to some business in the temple, I don't suppose you could try and reach out and find out where, where Grelin is, do you? I know we promised to rebuild Greenflower, and Callum come on his behalf, but I haven't seen him here or heard from him in a while. I just wanted to, if you could check on his whereabouts and well, whether he's alive. That's a good point, actually. I have not, no, I've not seen him around either. Um, I'll, I'll go find Callum, or I'll send somebody to go Thank find you. Callum at least and, and have a word. Yes, we'll, we'll find him. Well, good luck. Try not to decorate the temple with blood. No promises. It's fair. And she will then turn and leave the room. I will, uh... Right, folks. Is me... Is me... Is me missus there? <laughs> she I'll say Mirabelle's been sort of sat at a, um, a side table of sorts. Not quite a full-on dressing table yet, because you're limited on furniture. Um, but she's sort of sat there and she's just been running a brush through her hair. Um, and then looks at you, um, and the scars on her neck sort of shine in this this strange light that's in this room right now, reminding you of what she's been through. But at the same time, she gives you this beautiful smile, and her eyes just look towards you with total adoration. And she sort of walks up, uh, pads over the the rug that's in the the room, and just places her hand gently on the patch, and then speaks into your mind. You should be proud of this. Proud of yourself. Despite I'll reply everything with, that's happened. Uh, no, I went too Despite everything that's happened, you were, uh, uh, go for it. No, so that was you want to go now? I was like, nope. Okay, no, that's cool. So she says then, despite everything that's happened to you, you have forged your path in the way that you saw fit. 
glad to stand beside you. Because he really reply with, issues. Yeah. All I was going to reply with is, I'm proud of us. And then I was going to give her a smooch. But, uh, she's made a daddy's issues joke now, so, so I will, uh, it'll be... It'd be a, a kiss and that oh. with a schnorkel to love that. <laughs> <laughs> trying, to, trying to cover up the fact that I'm nervous. And she does sort of smile and then just wipes a bit of lipstick off your, your lips and just like, go on, off you go. She motions with her head and then as you turn, she'll just smack you on the butt and, and send you on your way. Are you sure you don't want to come? It's the closest you'll get to a father-in-law. I'm okay, thanks. Okay, I'll just check in. Yeah, I'm joking in, in, in thought, but yeah, hello. I'll go find the others. So you walk out into your throne room and see Bothrid there, still just sort of rocking on his feet, sort of humming. Well, you took it to him. I think you mean good morning, Your Grace. Oh, good morning, Under. Nah, I'm joking, Bothrid. I just want to see the look on your face. <laughs> I was what? Sorry, I was just waiting. I was just waiting for Bothrid because you just said, you know, I think you mean good morning, Your Grace. I was just expecting Bothrid to go. You don't have to call me Your Grace, Your Lordship. <laughs> <laughs> Bothrid, I mean, Bothrid's intelligent, but he's not that quick-witted. <laughs> I mean, Andrew enters any room half expecting a really shit fanfare from that from a trumpet player, but it just it just doesn't happen. <laughs> Yes. Excellent. So uh, we will then say Kirik and Dargon, you both join sort of not long after. Um, Dargon, your armour is still, well, in fact, everybody's armour is still very clean, very bright and gleaming. You are looking all very regal. Um, Bothrid is there sort of, we could do some dirt. This is a bit shiny. In time. That'll come soon enough. Well, Just enjoy it while it lasts. Shall we go and get it done? Yeah. You'll, you'll notice Anders puffing his chest more than usual. Um, um, would yeah, everybody let's... like to make a quick perception check? <laughs> I most certainly would. Can I argue inside for myself? Uh, yes, you can, if you wish. That's a dirty 20. 30. 30? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you would both notice Anders sort of very proudly sort of like puffing his chest up and there is a new addition to Anders' armour, which is the Silver Thorn. Did I get that right? It's a Thorn I'm having crown a total brain fart. with a shield. Yeah. With... Yeah, two... The Bowman either side, yeah. So the silver thorn yeah, crest is there. Yeah. Ready to go. That looks nice. Thank you. I was waiting for somebody to notice. Um, I was hoping we might we might all get one. Show we're part of the same tribe now. I mean. Don't all rejoice at once. I'm a bit iffy about wearing anything related to kingdoms, but I guess I can make okay. the exception. You can add feathers to it if you want. 
Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, let, let, let's go down there. That's good on you. I'll just, I'll, what I'll do then, if you don't want to wear it on your clothing, I'll get Pegas, Peggy to have one. You know, like when horses carry flags and they're marching out front, she can just have one. Yeah. On a saddle. We'll do that. That sounds good. And a great flying through the sky. So. Excellent. So. Yeah, yeah, I'll, uh. Yeah, after, after, after you. Oh no, by all means, you, you, you'll have the most questions after you. Yeah, you're probably right. I may do. After all, I'm also there to protect you when we don't know if he's on our side yet. So, you are quite right. Um, after me. How how tense are you two guys? Old characters. So sort of 75%, slightly distracted, but uh, but on it and keen. The the other thing that I forgot to mention before is as much as all of that stuff that was going through his head that I spoke about before, um, there is the the discussion that we've just had with Lena. We are on a war footing, war footing, and we are intending to move things forward. So there is still, to a degree, just the let's get some information. This is going to be tough, and then let's move on. The side hustle of what Dargon's got is what you may still pick up on, but it's not as bad as it was before his talk. Yeah, Ander is being very casual, um, but I'll let you roll inside if you want to. If you want to have a duel. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, you don't have to roll inside on Dargon to know that. <laughs> uh, Twenty-nine. Thirty-two. Ooh. You win this one. Kirik is actually struggling one. to read under at this moment. Mm. I think that's the first one I've won in it. Very, <laughs> I think so, very yeah. fitting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm buzzing about that. <laughs> so you all then, having had this sort of brief morning and how you do, how do you do, sort of thing. Um, exit through the the doors of the keep um, and funnily enough as you do exit there is this sort of and that same bard who did the fanfare before is just there sort of and then smacks the trumpet a little bit sorry what is your instrument of choice it can't be the trumpet no I was I'm actually more of a drummer if I'm honest Hey, I wouldn't mind a little timpani roll as I come in. I wouldn't mind a drum solo. Do, you do you, my friend. Oh, I'm going to do that right now. Need... There we go. If, if we're talking wind instruments, I'm more of a panpipe kind of guy. Can't, can't help with so, that, boss. We'll Sorry, my drums. lord. We'll go for drums. Drums. I can do drums. Excellent. And yeah, as you then descend to the steps, the this <laughs> this absolute ripping drum solo just starts to bang out as you sort of like down the steps to the point where you almost get a bit of a, a skip in your step as it uh, bangs on down. I'm going to consider everybody gets a little bit of bardic inspiration from that one, so everybody Ooh. can take a D6. Hey. We've got Travis Barker from Link 182 on the team now. Absolutely. <laughs> 
was thinking Phil Collins. He's on the steps and uh, in the air tonight. Sorry, you say Phil Collins, by the way, love Phil Collins, but you say Phil Collins, I think you mean Gorilla. The Gorilla the from, from the character. <laughs> <laughs> the Dairy Milk Gorilla. Yeah. Or Jack Black on the um, School of Rock. It is a UK specific. Probably nobody else outside the UK. Yeah, they've probably never seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Google it. Google Dairy Milk. Yeah, I, I, I say, play it. It's not on YouTube. Loud, so. Gorilla playing drums. It's not a trick. Cadbury's Gorilla playing like drums. Yeah. Well, it, it probably will do if you delve on YouTube far enough. But um, yeah, cool. You descend the stairs, and what you notice now is since the court yesterday. Everybody around here is being much more reverent towards you and, uh, and the party as you sort of step through. People move out of the way. People turn and either give a curtsy or a bow. Um, and if Ander um, yeah, does given that, the fact you have done a roll wave, going to slap his hand. I, I <laughs> Dargon will like just will. <laughs> We're a few stages away from me having one of those carry chairs that you and Bothred carry me on. Did you imagine if I suggested that? We're a few close encounters of uh, you know of, of, of the near-death experience if you try it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Dargon single-handedly brings down the only new kingdom of Estonia. Yeah. It's like look, the stuff I'm happy with, but you know, carrying you in a chair, mate. <laughs> <laughs> of, of all the ways the royal line was going to end who'd have thought it'd be his best mate <laughs> yeah <laughs> unless Bothrid Good can wild so can... an elephant and I could come in like Aladdin Prince Ali <laughs> <laughs> right I'm going to get this back on track you all Sorry. descend the stairs to this ripping drum solo and then continue south uh, from the keep towards the, the temple of the Raven Queen and um, and again, you sort of walk up the the half staircases, if you like, that meet at the top, these two curved staircases, um, to where you then have the the entrance, the double doors that are closed. What would you like to do? Uh, well, I'll be in front as we discussed. I'll go first. I will turn back to Kirik and uh, I will then say... Uh, uh, is there any uh, magical protection on the door, or are we allowed in? No, there's nothing. It's just open. Very good. <clears throat> I will push on both doors, and I shall walk in. So you do just sort of push, and the doors open. Um. And there is that dim twilight that, for anybody who's been in here already, is used to. And you see a figure sat, sort of facing away from you, looking at this small pool of water that exists in the middle of the temple. And as the doors open, they stand and sort of turn slightly, and seeing the four of you... You can see the shoulders sort of rise and fall in a very deep breath and then there is this strange dark shimmer that just sort of over the body. 
a hood gets pulled back and you see this long ice blue like hair with sort of streaks of white that run through it and a very pale blue almost white colored face it is the face of Theogodon, but it is not the one that the majority of you would recognize. This is not how he had appeared to you previously. Um, having promised Kirik that I would learn more about the Raven Queen, does he do anything as he walks in? You know, like how Catholics do the, the cross thing. Does he do any customs as he walks in? I don't know, Kirik, do you do any customs as you walk in? Um, no. There's there's okay. there's a sort of catching of the holy symbol on my um, like my neck, but uh, my necklace. But apart from that, no. There's there's any. It's not like a shoes off kind of joint. Okay, that's cool. Nah. I just was trying not to make eye contact initially, so I was looking at Kirik to see what he was doing, and then I will look upon. Pseudo-dad. As you pay attention and look closer now, Andy, you can see there are these bright white scars across the face. There's one that cuts straight across an eye, and that eye itself is no longer sort of um, iris and pupil and fully formed eye. Is it almost like this solid sheen of an icy... Uh, basically like an ice cube in the socket. Um, appearing very... that glacial blue-like colour. His vestments, his clothing are now very, very simple. Just sort of a black linen shirt and tabard into these black slacks and these black leather boots. Someone, somehow, he's managed to get some some clothing of sorts to sort of cover himself rather than the uh, the nothing that he wore when he was back brought back from... Uh, from death itself and you also notice that across the shoulders there's almost like this um shawl if you like looks like it's made of feathers and they are black do i see any weapons on him yes there are two daggers either side of a leather belt And that is when somebody steps out of the side of the door. Well, you took your time. And they figure in black armour with sort of green detail to it. Um, pale skin, white hair. Grasping a, a staff that looks like a, a withered hand. Steps forward and you see the familiar figure of Nathan which would step forward seeing Nathan Dargon immediately you didn't really see that he was tensed but he does relax you know he knows that there are no surprises in this room what are you doing here I mean it's good to see you but you too my king. Um, with Thelania gone, I uh, 
needed somewhere familiar, so this was the most obvious place, given my connection to her, the same as Kirik. Um, and I found him naked and uh, alone. So, sorry, she told me apparently he's on. Carry on. <clears throat> uh, yeah, DM question. Um, remind me what we know about Thalania. We... The last time you saw Thalania was in the Mortmaster's Keep. Yeah. Um, when basically you were battling through devils. Yeah. Um, and her. Mephisto and I believe Johannes all went to go and continue the fight yeah okay and Naethin had been gone before that I believe Naethin was protecting the distiller along with Ethereal and got yeah. shoved through the gate <clears throat> to um, the the failure I believe so, no, sorry to Idril. Ignore me. Get so, my cities uh, yeah. confused. No, no, because again, to our characters, this has happened in days. Um, yeah. Knowing all of that, and he said, with, with her gone, uh, I can roll an insight to that. But what, what, what does he mean by that? Does he know something, or was it just makes a me an insight check? Thirteen. It doesn't sound like he said, or he's not acting as if she's dead. But it is quite clear there is concern and and worry because it's it's coming across like he just doesn't know where she is and she's <clears throat> not here. Yeah, uh, I'll go up and clasp his arm. Uh, and I will respond. I will respond to that one with. Uh, but I'm sure she's uh, not. She's not passed on or in serious danger. If you and my ladyship doesn't know more about it. Good to see you, brother. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure she's not dead. She's not passed through the gates, from what I'm told. But um, yes. I will find her. But no, sorry, good to good to see you too, Darwin. Looking rather bright and shiny. Uh yeah. Yeah. Darwin looks a little uncomfortable <laughs> for once. I, I take that to mean no word on the others then. Do you think we should send us other send a search party? How many search parties do you want to send as the the Maltmasters are missing. Mephisto's missing. Thelania. Johannes. Draco's dead. Uh, gentlemen, uh, maybe the elephant in the room. For now. First time I've been called an elephant. But, um, what is his I was just expression? checking to make sure didn't watch it. <laughs> uh, whose expression? Sorry, Kirik. Theogarden, uh, very much from when these two entered the room. So you saw that shimmer, sort of. You saw that shimmer pass over his body. There is a a nervous tension to his body. You can see it's almost like a, a snake coiled and ready to spring. But there is a look. Like his hands are down by his sides, very relaxed. 
but his face probably betrays him slightly. You can see there is a nervousness. If no Are you one... aware of his, his promise that he's made to her? Me? Well, um, I know what she's told me. I'm hoping Kirik was going to fill in the gaps, seeing as he was the one that uh, well, retrieved somebody who was an enemy and is supposedly now a, an ally, once a friend. I've just realised that... Um... Nathan, or both of them, actually had a big fight with him and got us out of it. Oh yeah, in Ironforge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, he set off a nuke in their face. (laughs) Yeah. And Nathan into death for a period as well. Yeah. Do you have questions you want to ask him as well? Nathan? No. I just wanted to stick around and see how this went, to be honest. I um, Mm. got him some clothes and figured he could do with being armed at least a little bit. She's given him some degree of power from what I can tell, but um, still not going to be any match for the three of you. Four of you, sorry, Bothridge. Dargan, are you okay with all present given the questions you want to ask? Yeah. I got questions. Do we lead with them or do we get battle information? I think you've been in the right... Yeah. I think you've been in the right frame of mind. Is, is most important considering what we've got coming. So I think you ask your personal questions first. You because will then, see in once you've got those, your, your battle eye. mind will kick in and then you'll have your battle questions. Sorry. So you will on. see in this moment Theo Godden's working eye sort of pass across, almost look you up and down under and sort of lingers on that bit on your chest for a moment. There is the hint of a smirk. Hint. But then maintain well, a very it. stoic face. Make me an insight check very quickly, please. Ooh. I'd like to get in on that as well. Well, mm-hmm. I've got advantage on it. So, it's a... so I've just I've just realised my passive perception yeah, is more one. impressive than I thought it was, but I know I'm levels you know, I know really high level, but damn, that's better than I thought it was. Twenty four. Two. Natural 20, somewhere. Um I've just rolled the maximum I can roll on an inside. I think it's the maximum we've ever rolled. Uh, 36. Holy <laughs> Is that a natural shit. 20 by any chance? Yeah, it is a natural 20. <laughs> Kirik can see into this guy's soul right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> with help so yes, from Kirik, the you would, Bloody hell. you would notice the smirk and... Uh, sorry, you got what under 20? Dirty 20, yeah. Dirty 20. So the both of you would see this smirk. Um, 
it appears almost like pride. Well, Betty, he is proud for a second, but it is tiniest, briefest moment, and then it's gone. Um, none of this is because of you. Just, just so you know. I'm well aware. So then, what do we call you? What I'm thinking of runs with shot. You can call me what I've always been known as, which is Theogodon. It was always my name. It's not the most revered of names anymore. In fact, I imagine a lot of people spit on it now. Very well, Theogodon. Can I ask a couple of questions first? I am, in this moment, at your mercy. True words never said. So, first of all, let me ask you this question. Were you or were you not the only lieutenant of Asmodeus, or have there been others at the same time as you, with the similar powers, <laughs> doing similar work? You can consider that I was a vessel of power. Asmodeus is the lord of the Nine Hells. He has many lieutenants. Eight specific ones. But there are always others warring against each other. As for any other agents, if you like, beyond the devils, no, I believe I was his one and only in Nylin. In Nylin? What about where we came from? <laughs> the land beyond. I walked there for a time. A very brief time. But that was mainly to uh, all chase you and your previous allies while you were in that silly little mine. Just then, or before? Would you like to get more specific, Dargon? What is it you're asking? Did we meet before that dungeon? Did you see me? And did you lead a clan upon the Temple of Ray at the top of the mountain? Did I lead? No. Did I see? <coughs> Yes. That particular skirmish was led by Bell. Who is this Bell? One of the lords, if you like. A devil lord. Oh, we've, we've met him before. You have. Is he? From what I can is tell. Is he telling the truth? Make me an insight check. Thirty-one. <laughs> yes. 
What was your purpose? Just to watch? Why were you there? It was one of my first engagements beyond this world. Trying to understand the idea of a divine champion. So I was told to watch and not intervene. Dogon doesn't quite understand, so he says, yeah, There was, what, something in that temple that you needed? Some scripture? What was it? No, I think they were after you and failed. Yeah. Got your wife, though, didn't they? You fucking speak of her again and you will lose your head. <laughs> Not being insensitive, Dargon, I'm just stating a fact. Yeah. I think they got the wrong one. The wrong alive. Yeah, damn right they did. But Bell's gonna meet his end. Quite rightly. That's did you just make a Bell end joke? No doubt. <laughs> Dargon's way too not intelligent enough to do that. <laughs> As the bard who stood at the, uh, <laughs> at the keep makes the burumtish. Uh, I I so okay. So at this point, I hope that Dargon can know Kirik enough to know that all he has to do is look at Kirik to see if Kirik's expression is very much displaying if he believes him or not. You know, is Kirik <laughs> looking suspicious? I I can oh, also. I I definitely nod to okay, okay. yeah no 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 it's, it's one of those ones I, I consider our characters probably close enough that you know at this point we kind of know what, what I'm asking without asking so because <clears throat> uh, he, he wouldn't be able to uh, to know he just lapped it all up um very well Is Bell one of the eight? Bell is a, a greater devil, whether he is one of the eight or remains one of the eight if he was, I would no longer know. From what I am to understand, I have been dead for many months yeah and that's when you'll see a smirk go across Anders face <sighs> well gentlemen what questions have you got? I would like to Whoa. spend... Sorry. So while we're talking now, I would like to spend a minute watching and observing Theogodon. 
Make me an arcana check, please. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, okay. Eight. <clears throat> Good to know. Um, I would like to learn... So this is outside of combat, and I can learn information about capabilities compared to my own. Uh, I don't know... Again, I don't know whether this is I can learn all of it or just one of them. I don't know. Uh, it's know your enemy, and it's the I can compare it to my own of strength score, dex, con, armor class, HP, current class levels, if any, um, and yeah, and fighter class levels, if any. I don't know whether that's just one. Whether I have to just pick one, and I'll happily do that. But two of the following characteristics of your choice, so you can choose two, and I will let you know. Okay, I'm going to go with... Um, I will go then with armor class and title class levels. I'm going to go with those two. Are you... Yeah. <clears throat> you reckon the armor class looking at the the armor he wears nowhere near your own yeah as for total class levels there is still the roguish nature to him that you remember from being in death but there is yeah. a strange power to him now that is you can tell taken him beyond the capacity of just the the rogue so there is a gift of sorts or a patron yeah that is giving him power uh-huh yeah. cool so yeah um out of character based on that you can work out that he's a, a level 10 warlock and a level 5 rogue so sweet total cool uh no that's cool that's the first time I've got to use Know Your Enemy, and I think it's bloody quite, quite useful. <laughs> there we go. No, we usually don't talk to them for that long. They're usually dead. I was about to say, I usually, you know, I'm trying to, but, you know, glow, glowing Goliath can't really hide for a minute while checking to see whether there's... A... <laughs> uh, yeah, so as I, I say, turn pass to... it over to you guys. I will turn to Theo Godden and I will ask your tattoo with fire. When did you get it? And he's going to sort of lift up his sleeve and you can see the... It's no longer a tattoo, it's almost like just bubbled skin in a semi-similar pattern. That I was given... I had to travel deep under his city and he only had something caged in there and he bent it to my will so it wasn't an orb there was an orb it was long cracked. <laughs> I 
I take it you were searching was it? For, for the others. My task was to understand the prophecy. Not until much later did I then get tasked to go and seek the other powers. I don't think you'd quite figured it out at that point. As for what it was, fire. Uh, you say before you Tower. died, he definitely worked it out. Well, he worked out there were others. I don't know what they were for. I don't know if he knows what they were for or why they were trapped. I just know that it did give me great power and... Well, your withered friend here can attest to that one. Can I, uh, can I turn to Kirik or move up to him and whisper in his ear? How does a god not know? Well, it depends. It could be something that isn't his... It's not part of his knowledge. He's not, from what I know, a god that very much deals with knowledge and all the sorts. He deals in lies, so... Oh. Okay, that makes a bit of sense. Thanks. Maybe he knew and he just lied to the opponent as well, so... Uh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that point as well. Yeah. That's horrifying. Okay. What's worrying for me is, if you no longer wield the power, it's returned to source, which means it's now back in the Black City. Which means the power may have been given to someone else if, as Modus knows, it's there. Which he must do. I would assume he retained some form of control over it. He is in this plane. He is now. Was he before you died? The gate doesn't work here. Not like it should. Is that him or an avatar of him? It's always an avatar. He never truly leaves, but... <clears throat> The gate usually withholds power, diminishes power. As I said, the gate doesn't gate doesn't work the same here. Not while Nihilin remains separate. Are you saying that gods who are usually behind the gate and can't get to the normal realm can, but difficultly, get here? It would appear so. At least if they really wish to. I think most 
abide by the rules they put in place. Hmm. Some have exerted their influence more than others, as is evident. Do you know who made all the rifts? Or is that a part of Nylin being separate? Was that just a thing? What what rifts? You must have noticed all the rifts around Nylin. The one in the The Counter uh, The Storm. Uh the crevices in the ground. The first one we realised was the one on an island south of here. Uh, name escapes my memory, but it's it had a rift to a realm that vampires and the undead like to uh, realm, and they came through it. That was the first one we saw. We've seen others. Is it? something you've known, seen? It's... There is something like you described to the west in the middle of the arcane wastes. There's a chasm. Yeah, yeah, to 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 death or no. To the lower plains, hell, all the hells. You know where I come from, and that's not usually so easy not usually so easy to pass between without some rift or tear. Again, Nylon being where it is makes the the veil between planes thin. I'll look at the other two. I can't, I can't not ask it any longer. Why did you kill him? Did you do it first, Modius, or for yourself? It was my first task, to end the line. So why didn't you kill me? Before you tried to kill me. If that makes sense. It was my first task. And apparently I failed. I was not up to it. I chose instead to try and... Raise you to be... A weapon instead. It seems that backfired on me too. Weapon against who? <clears throat> Yes. That's the question, I guess. A weapon for me. Is the truth behind it? Did Asmodeus worry about what I would become 
did you keep me a secret from him or was he on your train of thought in you trying to turn me into a weapon for him and you? I was punished for a long time for keeping you alive. We managed to convince him eventually that it might be for the good. And then Johannes stole you away. And I was punished more. And from that point, I fell in line. Why does my family line need to be destroyed? Why does he want to destroy it? It is your family line that led Niall in here. It is your family line that keeps it here. Only your family line can return it. By destroying the line, Nylin remains. What does he gain by keeping the layer? I would have thought you'd have figured that out by now. Asmodeus always seeks one thing and one thing only, and that's power. Whether he tricks others to give him power, whether he takes it for himself, here he is not restricted to just the Hells or a weakened avatar amongst the material plane. Here he can almost exist in full power. And there are so many souls to claim here. So many. He could just turn it into a factory. <clears throat> Is he allying himself with the the dead? And all the other people we've been up against? Or is he just using them? Asmodeus doesn't have friends. He has those that work for him, those that work with him, based on agreements that are made. Does he, uh... Is he working with any other gods or deities? I was not privy to any discussions like that, but I was just one instrument in a whole orchestra. I'm sure we do, but do our characters know about... Is it Baal? Yep. Um... You've uncovered various information about Baal. And the fact that... Because that's what's corrupted the Stillman, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm just double-checking, you know. <laughs> I can't remember what we don't know and don't know. <laughs> it's one of those nights. <clears throat> He's not working with Baal, is he? <laughs> Baal. 
Interesting, that one. As far as I know, Baal was... Well, diminished as a god. But then uh, you found okay. something interesting under, which I saw briefly. Blade I had read about. I don't know. Quite simply. If somebody wields that blade, then maybe Baal is creeping through using the the weakened gate to reforge himself. You say that Asmodeus wants power. Yes. So, apart from that, what's his endgame? Turn Nylon into a soul factory? What? Of course. Use the this power of Nylon, or is it just about the people? It's twofold. That power that he gave me is beyond anything I've ever felt. No offence to your matron, of course, Kirit. Your matron now If he all. controls... Mic drop. <laughs> if he controls one, that gives him extra power. I'm assuming there are more. If he controls all of these things, then his power grows exponentially. And he can rule over Nihilin and turn it into a soul factory. An endless churning of humanoid life and death that will just fuel him indefinitely. Before we move on to battle tactics, I'll just have one more personal question. Do you regret what you did for him? Well, do you regret keeping me alive or do you regret failing me while I was alive? It's a funny thing, fate. I'm beginning to think I had very little control over anything, really. Do I regret? No. Inside check. <laughs> you don't regret it, what a bastard. 31. Oh, does he, does he, what, well, I suppose I asked two questions. He regret, he doesn't regret keeping me alive. Just said, does he regret, and he said no. 
you asked two questions but didn't ask them separately if that makes sense so he's answered them both in one and now Kirik's trying to figure something out I guess so um, as he says that do I do I regret and pauses and then says no there is a half truth in there Kirik We were being quite honest here, so what was that? Do I regret keeping you alive? Absolutely not. Do I regret the other things I have done? I suppose I do. That single eye is going to come up and meet you, meet your eyes, and, uh, and just look at you. There's no real emotion to the face, but the eye just stares straight at you. Do you have any questions for me? do you plan to do with me? After you have served your purpose, send you back to death. I've been told I can't do that sooner, so I'll have to be patient. From what I understand, that is a foregone conclusion. I suppose based on that then, what service would you have me perform? You know very. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Fuck me throat. You know very well. Dargon's having an emotional moment. Uh, yeah. mm. Found a concept there, mate. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> a wisdom save against the flashbacks. Um, you know well that we're trying to send Asmodeus back, oppose him in every way, stop him from whatever he's doing. So, presumably he's held up in the Black City, and we need information about it. Any and every information that you can provide will help us out further. What armies has he got? Is there a sneaky way in? And do you know of any weaknesses? I suppose the biggest weakness I've already told you. His desire for power. There's that. And also the thing that gives him power here. And I guess that could be his undoing at the same time. Do you mean the gate? The gate, the spell. The wish that your ancestor made. As for the city, it is a fortress in the middle of a desert. 
there are the mountains to the well to the far west I wouldn't really call them mountains I guess the the Mises to the left to the west even could provide enough cover to get you close to the city but it is surrounded by giant metallic black walls that's what gives it his name the black city and even then the keep where he resides is at the heart of the city you've got a city to get through to get to him as for his armies he commands the armies of hell And I suppose, given the ignorance of those in the city, he could bend them to his will and get them to fight for him as well. The city is full of beggars and thieves and bandits and alike. So it's actually full of, for want of a better word, normal people. Not entrails of hell. Devils have a way of walking amongst mortals and going unnoticed by most. At least those with enough power to command. Will he ever leave that city for any reason? Honestly, I don't know. If you have something that would draw him out, then I don't see why not. If he is confident in his abilities, then there's no need for him to hide as such. I wouldn't really say he's been hiding. He's been doing what he does best, which is command and corrupt. I mean, I, t I take that, take it he's looking for us, or he... If he was looking for you, I'd expect you would probably be surrounded by now. From what? Uh, is it... Uh, uh, this what one is it? tells me. He knows about us, surely. Well, as I, as I was about to say, from what this one tells me, all of your cities have fallen, bar this one. Yeah. So he has the upper hand, and he has you on the back foot. Why would he need to chase you? Sooner or later, if I was him, I'd know you were coming to him. Would simply bide my time. Pick off he, as much as I can of any resistance. He will want to meet us, even though he believes that we'll go to him. You are a problem that will need to be solved one way or another. Whether he deals with that or somebody else, I don't really think he will care. So if we called him out, he would likely just send his lackeys first. 
He has no reason to believe you can challenge him or even cause him concern right now. So does that not mean he's going to turn up and just want to just destroy us, or is he going to sit back and not care? Is he got the hubris to think that he can take us on? Why would he waste his time? For the fun of it, surely. Asmodeus is not one for fun, he is one for power, as I've said. What if he knew that we had you? Expected send somebody to destroy me so that all his little secrets remain secret. I hope it's Ball. Bell. Both of them. What, what other secrets do, are you thinking of that you haven't told us yet? That he would want you to keep quiet? Make me a persuasion check, please. Come on, come on. That would be a 28. <laughs> what other secrets do I know? I read once. That if he's defeated, then he has to return to hell for a time before he can then exert influence over whatever plane he was on. Suppose if you beat him, you give yourselves a window of opportunity. But to beat him here, that's a, uh, that's a tough task. He is not without his own gifts, his own weapons and abilities. Is there a plane that he can get to where he's weaker than here? The material plane, the proper material plane, not this separation. He can make it there? An avatar can so if, exist. If there. we was to return Nylon there, he would automatically be weaker because he's here now. If you return Nylon, then it would weaken him, yes. Because the gate would be strong. But how do you plan to do that? Annoyingly, it was by freeing all the sources. We are, th we are freed free so far. The fourth. We realised you had. And now it's back in the Black City, we fear. So it's not as if we can do that without facing him. My in Dargon's yes. insight is total bullshit, but he is looking now at Theogodon because we have just given away our cards. So, I, I'm that that check is happening. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
it's a 13 <laughs> from me, I'm afraid. <clears throat> you would not be able to read Theo Garden in that moment. Ah, bollocks. I was... <clears throat> yeah. What do these... You said you had three. What do these four powers do? Right, that's a little bit above your pay grade. You had one, did you not know? I know what it did. What did it look like? The creature that was bent like? as well. As I said, it was... Fire. Just a... Whirling tornado of... Flame. Like a column, but... With a face. It's... It's terrifying, to be quite honest. Besides you, in the ranks, who could possibly be the next in line? Who was... Who was gunning for you? You said all the ones that, are, that were below you were fighting themselves to obtain more power, therefore there must have been someone that was trying to get you out of the equation so that they themselves could take your place. That could be the person that holds this power now. As I said, there are... I suppose eight others who command precincts of hell. Bell is simply the lord of the first. There are seven others, and then Asmodeus himself. I suppose any of them would wish to wield. Is Bell still here? I don't know. You said you'd fought him. I have been in a river and beyond. So since your return you felt no connection or communication attempts from him? From Asmodeus? The only connection I still feel is simply the mark on my arm and the tautness of the skin there. Uh, sorry, what, 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 what that, mark? As Ander says that, Kirik just remembers and he's going to cast the invisibility. Yeah. <laughs> See if anyone 
someone's scrying on this. Oh. The answer is yes. We're hitting DEFCON 5, bro. Fucked. <laughs> we'll skip campaign 2. As you cast Sea Invisibility and sort of just scan around the temple now and sort of look to where the doors are where they're still open and sort of peer out. <clears throat> there is no orb or no sense of anything that may be scrying on you. Theogarden is going to see you looking around, however, and sort of forgotten something, Kirik. And he will make an insight check. What does my cloak look like when you cast Sea Invisibility? Considering it's a cloak of darkness and invisibility. Um, uh, 21 on the insight check. Uh, yeah, that was 15 on deception. Straight face. Just had an idea and I thought someone else might have had the same idea. Sorry, Andy, you were saying. That, of quick, that was an out-of-character question about my cloak. Ah, oh, so your, your cloak um, looks... So, with the invisibility... Um, I just need to double-check something. It's not on, shouldn't really trick Yeah, I'm not using it. No. But it has changed since... It's got no powers! Well, I just redeemed a stretch without pressing it. <laughs> there we go. Oh, someone could have spent 100 points on that. <laughs> I'll press it retrospectively. There you go. <laughs> Um, so, no, the cloak would appear just as a, a normal thing because it's not being activated. Um, and yeah, it doesn't do the thing I thought it did. That's something else. But um, Cool. So that's it. So, our tactical advantage I... would be to weaken Nylon itself. Which we have already done three times. Okay. If I understand you correctly, Ander, owning and controlling all of the sources means that we can break the wish and or in some way return Nylin to the material realm. Are we of an agreement, even if we're not 100% sure that's true? Yeah, so the, the risk is it, it destroys it. It destroys Nihiling, but yes, yeah. it, we, it could return us, return to material plane. And I suppose, did Asmodeus ever seem to weaken or notice when we retrieved or freed a source, considering it did 
weaken Nyland itself. Did we not get them after we killed Theogodon? Yeah, he was already dead. I was dead. Cock. Yeah. Okay. The, um, but I that's but, my name. I'm going to be called a lot. But <laughs> did he weaken when you got yours, Theogodon? Did he weaken when he gave me the power? No. With that type of information, we have to assume he has not got less powerful with each one of these. Unless he still controls some sort of... Unless he still has some sort of control over it. Which is what you said he was controlling of this source when he gave it to you. I'm afraid, lads, I don't think that's really helped. I do like the idea of fighting him in the material plane. I honestly thought we'd have to get the source by going through Asmodeus. But I believe we need to flip that on its head. Do we agree? I think if we can draw out his minions, if it has been gifted to another one, like Bell or the other ones, sleepy, grumpy, happy, we can we can kill them off. And if one of them has the source, we can free it. Uh, we wield it for ourselves or just free it. And then we should then be able to hopefully free Nihilin, um, which should weaken him enough for us to defeat him. There's only, there's only two things about that plan. If we f if we bring Nihilin back and then we fail to kill him, that leaves the whole material plane at his mercy. But regardless of whether we beat him, the gate is still stronger, meaning he will find it harder to get his keep his avatar here. But he will have an avatar, which is more than any of the other deities. Yeah, I was going to say that keeping him here, going on the back of what you just said, Kerrick, is probably a better idea. Because worst case scenario, other, other deities could potentially break their own rules. Whereas they will find that much harder in the material plane. I'm not. I'm not against putting Nylon back. That is eventually the the end oh, goal. That's, that's the plan. But we have we have to be certain that we can finish the Avatar off. And my my fight. Then I'll look at Theogod and his fight doesn't end with the Avatar. Once, how do you 
get to him once you defeat the Avatar. We go to where his real body is. Um, okay, I understood that killing a god is nigh on impossible. I may have misunderstood, but I believe that killing his avatar, forcing him back into his own realm, is a, closer to the possible than the other idea. Kirik, are you saying that once we've do, done that... You're intending us to go and then kill a god on his own plane? I, I am intending to go. Whoever comes with me, I can't force anyone apart from Theogodon. There's a spin-off series, saw it. <laughs> okay. So our plan, if I understand correctly, and you can tell me otherwise... Remove his avatar as a problem. He becomes... He... Yeah. He stops becoming a problem. For a temporary time. We then use all four sources, now that it is available to us, to return Nylin to the material plane, making it nigh on impossible for him to come back to Nylin. And then what you're saying is, we then pop him a little visit, and ensure that he knows that he's been a naughty boy when he is in his avatar form is it like the actual movie avatar where his body is unconscious somewhere and we can just go stab him is while he's in avatar form is he weakened in his own plane in which point we do we cut out the middleman go straight to hell and stab him while he's body walking is that, is that religion how it works religion check <laughs> From Kirik, I guess. <laughs> no fucking clue. Um, I mean, I love it. <laughs> if that if that is the case, mate. Full, full, full on Matrix, just pull the cord, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Pull the cord. Um, um, well, um, that would be a second natural 20 of the night. <laughs> nice. So, what specifically uh, then is Kirik trying to figure out? Uh, I guess. Can't like. I guess like are the. I, I guess it would be like, what's the degree of omnipresence? Because if he like. Can, can the gods have an avatar while still being um, like conscious and aware and moving normally as they would in their home plane? Or were they 25, you said? 27. 27? Should we find out after the break? Oh, oh, you, you bugger! Absolutely bugger! <laughs> yeah, oh, come on! <laughs> we're like, we're like half an hour over, and I figured, like, yeah, let's let's take the piss a bit. So we are we do a break, right? So um, let's take a break. Let's let's take a moment to celebrate our winners, whoever they may be. 
and then we'll figure out this bit of law that may or may not drop. So, uh, you're welcome. Happy to your anniversary. <laughs> we'll be back in a few. <laughs> in a minute. Hello, this is Dave, and you're listening to the Molten Magic Podcast. If you're enjoying the show so far, don't forget to check out our live-action antics Mondays at 7.30pm UK time on twitch.tv forward slash Magic. VOD episodes will land on our YouTube channel each Friday following the stream. Also, please leave our podcast a rating and send us your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Now, let's get back to the show. Hey yo! Hello. Peace. Everybody's got that nervous energy now. Like, what's Matt going to tell us? Come on, what's come Matt on, come on, tell come us? On, but before on, that, we have more important things to deal with, which is our giveaway results and announcing some winners. So in the break, we have done our rolls um, or the spin of the wheel, if you like, to reveal our three winners, and we are very, very pleased to announce the three winners. So the winner of the Special edition Molten Magic two year anniversary t shirt is. Ooh. Drum roll. Uh, Get that bar back in for the drum roll. <laughs> and there we go! Oh, it's coming up on the screen! Gamers. There you Stop go, gamers. this is a t shirt modelled by yours truly. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I had to make sure I'd done about 60 press ups before. Um, yeah, you're not winning me, you get the t-shirt um, So yeah, congratulations Struggle Gamers There is your, well, we will get that over to you We'll get in touch and yes uh, Agree all of the details to make sure we can get that over to you So then the beautiful picture of the uh, the, the fallen Vraco, unfortunately um, Designed and created All the artwork done by Stick um, The winner of that goes to a drum roll. I that is. Uh, and here it comes. <clears throat> Lord, Wilkes. Lord Wilkes. Lord Wilkes, there you go. There you go. There is that piece of artwork which is amazing. And it is everything I gorgeous. could have possibly asked for when and I commissioned this piece. So, uh, yeah, well done, Stick. Congratulations, Lord Wilkes, to that. Um, it is, it is awesome. Look at the bastard. He's just, <laughs> just beautiful. He's beautiful. Good stuff. And then the final one, the extra special one, the image of Kirik piercing the veil for the first time as he gets teleported to, um, to Nylin, really. And the winner of that image goes to... Or is... A drum roll. Final drum roll. And here he comes! JK Axelotl, yes. there you go, which is amazing because I think JK was very, very active for for the fast the fast the past few weeks. So I'm really pleased that came out that way. Um, so all those tickets clearly, clearly um, paid off, which is uh, goes to anybody else in the chat, I guess, for the the future competitions. If you're not in it, you ain't gonna win it. 
So there we go. Congratulations to the winners. We will contact you. We'll get in touch to make sure we can get those pieces of art out to you and the t-shirt. Um, but congratulations to all. A thank you once again to Stick as well. The artwork is phenomenal. Um, and as I say, I'll be in touch to make sure we get a t-shirt over to you. Um, just to say thank you. Um, and yes. Uh, and then there will be more commissions coming your way is all I'm going to say. So uh, look out <laughs> I, for them. Yeah, they're, they're absolutely all amazing. All, all amazing. And thank you ever so much for, for everyone who has followed, subbed, and chatted. Absolutely. Absolutely. And here's to year three. Oh, indeed. Oh, dear. Ooh, boy. Hopefully, you're on campaign too. We, we, yeah, sorry. At some point between the second anniversary and the third anniversary, we will get to the campaign too. Don't worry about that one. So. So, yes, there we go. Cool. Yes, commissions are always open for sticks. So if anybody else wants some awesome artwork, go check them out. Because um, it's yeah. awesome. Like, there's an image of the Raven Queen that got done by stick, which I used as the basis for now my image of the Raven Queen in canon in Mock Magic. Um, the first so trap that awesome is artwork. the Raven Queen. Uh, yes, indeed. Um, and saying that, I suppose Stick is on Twitch as well. So if you're not watching us and you want something else to watch, go and watch Stick. Just watch the art be created. Um, it's amazing. I very often do that when I'm working. Just sort of sit, listen to the dulcet music and watch the artwork. So there we go. Um, that is the winners. Um, and yes, congratulations to us, I guess, for another year of, of awesome fun. Um, thank you to you guys because without you, obviously, I don't get to do this. So it's I have so much fun. Oh, um, so mainly much fun. for those moments just before the break where you say, "What do I do about this?" and I go, eh, "Let's wait." <laughs> so, with that being said, um, I will do one more toast to you guys. Have a sip of whiskey. Cheers. Cheers. To me. We'll dive back into the game. <laughs> so. Just before we took our break and did our sort of rolls and the, the spin of the wheel for the competition winners, we were, I say we, Kirik was racking his religious knowledge, racking his brain for that religious knowledge around how much presence does a god have? If they have avatars in one plane, do they still exist in another? Can they exist in others? Do they have the omnipresence to be able to act independently in all of those planes? With a roll of 27, there is a, a specific passage that you recall from a religious text that you read whilst you were in the library of the Raven. And a text that you read while you were displaced from time by... Kindred. While you were trying to understand the nature of an undead dragon, you came across a tome that talked about gods, demigods, and that whole realm. <laughs> yeah, if we can get an Amazon series out of this, I'll be yeah, done. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... As your brain starts to almost flick through the pages, you remember recalling a specific passage around deific avatars, or divine avatars, 
and it spoke of the ability for gods to walk in multiple worlds in concurrent timelines while not being there fully physically in worlds where there is not a divine gate in realms it is possible it is theorized about the the multiple or the multiverse if you like that we are not alone we are just one of many and for gods to have created one world they must have created more and they must be able to exist there as they exist here So with that, uh, Kirik will just say, um, I don't think it matters. I think, I think while, while he has a presence here in his home plane, he will also be present and aware. I mean, Nathan's probably going to chime up at this point as well and just say, doesn't mean we can't at least kick him out of Nylon. True. We kick him out of Nylon, then returned it to the material plane, he'd find it harder to get back. I'm not fully sure he would be able to return, given the nature of the world beyond. Uh, uh, sorry, as, as in we would need to, yeah, we would need to return Nylon to the material plane after we've, you know, bollocked him out of it. Then he would, then he wouldn't be able to get back. Is that is, uh, is that what we're all saying? Yes. What I'm saying is that he has an avatar here and now. Whether you destroy that here, or destroy it by returning Nile in fighting or whatever, once that avatar is gone, if you were to put Nile in back, from what I understand of the divine nature of the world beyond, it's very difficult for them to pierce through that gates and walk and take form they can influence but there is a reason that one of the ages of the world beyond is known as the age of champions I guess the question becomes as we think back where we go next. I think Dear Gordon, you will provide information to the armies that will the armies and the generals that will slowly assemble here. Our forces about anything the Dark One would like to know and finds useful. He's the one that 
understands that part better than better than anyone I know, really. And I guess for us, the question would be: It seems to me that we have two courses we need to take, or we can take. We can go after the Avatar, destroy it. Maybe that means that his forces get weakened. A creature with our head moves but for a little bit before he finally dies. Or we do it the other way around. We try to find whoever it might be that has the final source within them and we free the source. Therefore, weakening him. Obviously being conscious that from the moment that we return the source, the, the moment that we manage to return Nihilin, that will be a big alarm bell for him, and I think he will either reinforce his armies as much as possible and go on a fallout of full-out offense, or he will protect himself the best he can, trying to buy time, trying to find a way of making himself strong in the material plane, or however that may be, or create more opportunities for us to be distracted, or... I suppose what we don't know is, if we get the fourth source, does it automatically set up a chain of events that then returns Nihilin, or do we control when that happens? Because if that is the case, we could free the source, weaken him, remove him from this plane, then return Nihilin. My worry is freeing the source would then set that off before we've had a chance to destroy Osmodeus, if that makes sense. I don't know, and I don't know if we know anyone that would. Make me a history check, everyone. <clears throat> history. History check. Whoa, 28. Oh, 28. Nice, mate. Nice. 14. Uh, history check will be a... Not bad. 23. That sound. 23. Ander and Kirik, then, as you sort of have this discussion, it's almost like an ethereal voice speaks into your brain and you hear the voice of the seer once more as you recall the prophecy and the addendum, the footnote, if you like, that was told to you. And that whole spiel around my boys, my brave boys, prophecy is false, tells very little of the story, just needed you to understand Nihilin and what it was and for you to grow strong enough. Now you understand your true enemy. He is charming, he is slippery, and he knows. 
four arcane veins exist, but they are not just simple veins. They are the long dormant souls of four great primordial beings. They are the power that runs through Nihilin, and the close proximity to each other creates the magic storms. You can destroy them, but there is great danger. You will know what to do when the time is right. Nowhere in that prophecy, that footnote, does it talk about returning Nihilin. just talks about how to get rid of the power so Nihilin becomes less of a target, if you like. You have chosen not to destroy, but claim. What you do with that knowledge is entirely up to you guys. <clears throat> well, you were all looking rather puzzled, I'm assuming. What would you do, Dargon? We can all... conquering campaign. We can all enemy. I mean, it's, it, it, it's the obvious thing to do. We want to fight our enemy on our terms, not on his terms or his battlefield, on ours. And we want it because we're the stronger, right? We don't want to go to outside of his city to fight him. We want him to come to us. That were my questions earlier. Is he... Does he have enough hubris to believe that he can just wander out and that we can, I won't say trap him, but we can, you know, get him off his footing? So... With that, I return to what I just said. We want him to be weak. Tell me if you understand our position the same as I do. But in holding three, but maybe then four, of these sources, will diminish the power that is held within Nylin because we hold them so in controlling them we can weaken him a weakened enemy is what we want to go up against I may also point out that is not what a Goliath wants to do. They want a worthy fight. However, I suppose a weakened god is still a worthy fight. So, fair cop on that one. I'm a, I, 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 I know how and where I want to fight him. I say that in general terms. I'm not 
talking specific like fields or mountains or whatever uh and you know gen- generalizations there but i do lean it to you kirik and Ander. do we do we believe or understand that we can weaken him by doing something with the sources very least we can make him we can make ourselves a bigger problem that he has to deal with personally yeah 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 um now so as i understand it uh we're not like Nylon's being held somewhere magically by four anchors. We've taken out three. One of them's holding it left. We let that go, and it plummets back into place. As far as I understand, it's actually in in limbo permanently, and the sources are what is allowing Asmodeus to be here and would allow him to create his factory of evil. So we want to take control of it. Most likely he's given that source to someone else and we need to find that. My question is are we going to be able to nick it out of that person or are we going to have to kill him then go back to where the source is meant to be and also capture it like we have the other three? Yeah, my my only worry is if he's already bent it to its will it's already free. So it's already kind of working for him so even if we kill Bell and free it, is it actually going to come to us or is it just going to try and go straight back to him? Also, if it gave us the power of fire, is that really going to do anything against Osmosis? Is it going to make us stronger against him? Uh, possibly not, but what it will do is by... Um, one army can't do a lot, three can do more than three times as one army, Right? you you compound the power that you get he owns one we own three if you own four you hold more than four times the power does that make sense the whole is greater than the sum of its parts yeah we need to find a we need to find a way to when we defeat whoever holds power for that to remain where we are because when we I I don't know this I was dead (laughs) yes because when I killed you thank you (laughs) you're welcome um Thinking back, something just shot out of you, and I thought that might have been just, I don't know, my victory, but thinking back now, it must have been the source leaving you and returning to well, him. So if, if we could just prevent that somehow. If it is a fair assumption. However, what happens in the same instance with three sources nearby? Three willingly controlled sources is there a an attracting uh, force that will allow it to momentarily stay as a uh, primordial 
conscious being to be discussed with. Well, we do know that I am. Uh, Thanks for the follow up. Um, we do you. know that Thank fire. Fire rages through. There is a figure amongst that battlefield that possesses qualities that fire elementals would enjoy. Then maybe. Are you, are you talking about our own little rage goblin? I would be. Are we also. Plus, it's got an affinity to nature, so. Are we also considering the possibility that they are Asmodeus may well be weaker do I have this right he may not be to a, to a degree weak here but he's weaker than he is on his own plane what we're trying to do is weaken him further what if he is currently stronger because he's currently using and controlling the source he may well be providing it to one of his lackeys but he is in essence channeling that source so in that respect taking the source from him inherently weakens him i'm i'm saying that because you've just talked about fire and that is his realm so he won't have as much fire to throw if we're holding it yeah and it does make no, sense for bothred to be the vessel for that because fire is is an all-raging consumer as is Arbothred, but it also destroys and creates, and so does Arbothred. The opposite side to that is the, is the... The problem is that we don't know how these things work, but... Could it be that it identifies a previous host? We don't know. So if the Ogodon is with us, maybe it goes to him again. If it does, that's still someone who is on our side, and I'll look at Theo to see how he reacts to that. Make me an insight check, please. So I'll bite as well, again. I've got a natural 20, my friend. For a total of? 23. 23. Nice. What'd you get, Kirit? I don't want to piss on Anders Parade Natural 20, so... But it was, it was above that. Nice. <laughs> 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 it wasn't a natural 20. Oh. It was a natural 20. But, but it, was, it was above 23. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay. So what did you get in total then? 89. I got 30. Uh, you got 30. <laughs> there is the briefest flash that you would both notice across Theogodon's face of something. And then he winces. Almost like there was a thought but then something, some pain took over him. 
you can't betray us, can you? You thought about it just then, and she punished you for it. <laughs> so it would seem. <laughs> I have no desire piece of shit. to... I have no desire to die needlessly, although, by the looks of me, I'm already half dead. Yeah, you're looking pretty rough. And... Can you blame me for not wishing power upon myself? What? Well, I can so definitely... Much. I can definitely uh, disagree with you wanting to pursue power. But it's good to know that you had a, a thought against us there and the Raven Queen punished you for it. You didn't allow that to go. So, no, that, that means I trust you, but I at least I know that you can't try and betray us. It would seem I cannot do things that are against her plan right now. Good. I wish none of you harm, I will say that right now. I do not plan to harm any of you in this moment or going forward from here. I have no love for Asmodeus. If anything, he twisted my life and set me on a path that ultimately led me the one place I did not want to go. Do I wish for power to seek my own fortune? Of course I do. Nobody wants to be beholden to a god, regardless of that god's desires. What the know, it's worked out pretty well for the Kirikan Dargon. But I suppose the difference is still their, have their wishes are will. the same as the gods' wishes. They're on, they're on the same plane. Exactly what I mean. You have free will. Mine has been taken from me. Because you don't deserve I'm it. I'm on a path now. I have no control. Very well. Whether in the hands of Theogodon or Bothrid, I want it on our side. And I want it now. Yeah. We will only fight. Best laid plans will always fall apart when we go against the enemy. However, if we can figure out a way of getting to the source, and I for one don't think we can get to the, where the source is held, or where its cage is, so I think you're right, we need to find its vessel, and at the very least release it. If it goes back, we go there, but for now... We've no point finding ourselves into an empty room with a cage, an orb. So, 
I say we try and call out whoever holds the source. Yeah, go okay. Ahead. When I first met and uh, he had learned some things from you, delusions, he maintains some of that power now, but I write in assuming that you have the capability of maybe manifesting an image of this creature you saw. I think you ask the wrong person. I have power which is now given to me by another. If it is her is will, grand? then perhaps. I'd like you to try. <clears throat> And you wish me to do this here? Yes, I'm thinking that. Safer place without causing a commotion. Very well. reaches behind him and places a hand into the icy pool of water and you can see the water just sort of sort of almost like flows up his arm for a moment and he will hold that for a second hmm. interesting <laughs> Major image. <laughs> this twenty foot tall tower of flame Ooh, shit. with black pits for eyes forms. There's no heat. Well, not great heat off this thing. But it crackles and cracks like a raging bonfire. And its face just almost seems to turn around this fire tornado. As Theo looks at it. Hmm. Well, it was bigger than that, but I suppose I can only work with what I'm given. That is plenty. <clears throat> if we need to draw out whoever has this, there's, I know we said 
all the cities have fallen. But I don't believe Deliwin has. Has it? Yeah. He is well. As a as a technical advantage or a tactical advantage, Deliwin is the closest city to the Black City. If we wanted to draw something to us. Controlled by Asmodeus. What? Let's come again. I knew he was a prick. Now we know why. So Asmodeus controls the so-called king of Deliwin. Arendriel's long dead. What? Motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Drop that. Where was you inside on that one, Kirik? Oh my. <laughs> Hang on, let me write this down, because <laughs> I'm, I'm in shock. Hang on, hang, no, 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 hang on. Of course, the temples were gone. <laughs> <laughs> the temples were gone, and there were devils underneath this. How the fuck did we not see this? There was literally two devils with the symbol of, oh, I'm so... Well, hindsight's <laughs> a wonderful thing, and we are clearly stupid. Okay. But oh. didn't no, but didn't we get a source okay. there, or was that not what? Yeah, you know, no, they, they were obviously trying to get source. it too, weren't they? It wasn't a source. It was the last source. piece. It was the last piece of the prophecy. A prophecy, which they also wanted. Look at look at Matt's face, all calm, and we're all there like, for fuck's sake, losing our minds. And Matt's just like sitting on this shit for six months. <laughs> and of course yeah. we didn't see it because I didn't. Oh, I didn't. Fuck, I didn't cast any spells because I was trying to pass by someone that wasn't a cleric. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Fuck. But if we'd have known that, this whole thing might have gone a bit differently. And I think yeah, you know. So let's try and wrestle it back. We've done really well. I didn't even Fuck cast me. Eyes of the Dead, Eyes of the Grave. Didn't even nope. cast that because I was. Just so him not, saying just all the seas have fallen, he already knew. We need to go rescue Deliwin. Probably because they're already closer to us than we thought they were. Well, then again, they've took everywhere else, and we're stuck on a lake. So, fuck me. Well, this changes Which things. Of course Smiles livid with himself. It makes sense why he doesn't support his daughter now. Yeah. Yeah. Because and it's, it not, didn't help it's her. not his daughter. Oh, I told Lena this. Who the fuck was it? Was it just him or was it an illusion? Probably an illusion. None of us saw it. Theo Godden just said that they walk around like <sighs> Matt. You <laughs> little shit. <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking of the thing you sent me for the one shot. Oh, you. Oh yes. Little. Oh God. I said it was all running concurrently. Eric doesn't know that. <laughs> now I'm even more lost. Oh, okay. Oh. So mad. <laughs> we should have killed him while we were there. We never liked him. Oh, 
really fucking should. Uh, okay, anyway. Uh, mm. Theogon, you... All of that happened in our heads. Uh, Theogon, you said that the de- uh, you, you'll have to you'll have to tell me if I'm right or wrong. Is it de- devils, demons? Uh, is it devils um, that follow him? Devils. Can- demons are their enemies, if that's of any interest. The devils, devils and demons don't get on. Can no, not at all. Devils can. Devils can appear to be other people. They can. Certain devils have the power to walk as others. Yes. So we met the Lord and Ruler of Deluin. Did you? Wow. If he's been long dead, no, we didn't. So who did we meet? Oh, he's definitely dead. I stabbed him myself. Did you do his we son might need to as well? see a list of people you've stabbed at this point, just to, just to cross check what we know who to be alive. His son. Well, I suppose that's what led Arendriel on his downward spiral. The thief was interesting. Convinced them to steal something that's supposedly a deific weapon, and well, then the son gets illusions of grandeur, ends up in a fight with the thief, dies, Arendriel goes seeking power, and falls upon me. And I had my orders. I was not going to fail twice. To this time, I killed the king again. How long ago did did the son die? How long was I dead? Kirik said, however many months. See, Mount doesn't know, but Kirik would. <laughs> Passage of time. If I have been dead so many months, then the sun maybe about a year ago. That was before we arrived? So were you privy to who? on the run for a long time. So would he... uh, Would you know who replaced who you killed? Who the hell did we speak to? Even if I knew who had replaced it in time, if we are thinking... Asmodeus's subjects, well, they could change as he sees fit. He may need someone to go somewhere else. I did not realize that the death of the king had gone all too unnoticed in Deluin. It's a city that's kept to itself. 
Well, as far as we knew, no one knew. We certainly didn't. Circles within circles, I guess. Well, for just double checking. Is there any leaders of any other towns you've uh, you killed? No. It was your father? Okay. Rendriel. Right. We went after. Moonbright was a target. But I died before then. No, then. Just double checking, we haven't been talking to uh, imposters this whole time. Wherever we've been. And we've been building a <laughs> network of allies that are actually all de devils in disguise. Because I would just uh, put my pen down and go home, I think, if that was the case. <sighs> well, that's uh, not me for six. So, the promise I made to Lena to unseat her father, it's already been done. But I suppose we need to unseat whoever sits there now, regardless. Yeah. Yeah, we do. If you desire a staging post, then Deliwin is a natural option. I guess that's why and Asmodeus if you were took block, in the first place. If you were going to block the easiest way to the city, is that, that is the... Is that the easiest way? I suppose it's at the bottom of the peaks, isn't it? Why? Did they let us know. leave? Is he that confident that we won't succeed? <clears throat> Regardless, if that city's in our power, we may be able to use it as a point to draw them out. Um, yeah, help also. us out, DM. Uh, in terms of timeline, did we mm -hmm. did we go to Delhi when before or after Theo Gordon died? I can't remember. After. 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 Okay, so it was quite recent. Yeah. So just to remind you of timeline, you yeah. went to rescue Reiko went into yeah. the the temple in the Feywild, killed the anti-magic field, that drew in Theogodin, dealt with Theogodin, yeah. following that, went to Moonbright with the body of Draco. Moonbright falls. Um, sorry. Yes, Moonbright yeah. falls. Yeah, you yeah, then yeah. head north to Shiverspire. And it was at Shiverspire once you'd done the 
um, the first source, if you like, you then remembered you needed to go and find the rest of these prophecies. And that's what took you on the, the route around. No, I oh. Oh, did we? Wow. Yeah. I thought for sure we did a prophecy first and then you did yeah. do a prophecy first yeah so you I thought we completed the prophecy and then go for the sources uh, Iron Forge yeah. yeah you found a prophecy at Iron yeah, Forge yeah. then went on a magical mystery tour um, found a source we did get confused for a bit that they were prophecy. one of the same thing didn't yeah. we when the map had those glowy yeah. bits on yeah, it yeah 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 um, also okay. yeah, sorry if the if the leader of Denuate he's, he's going to trust that to some of his most, I suppose, trusted generals. So if we went to Deliwin, that could also be where the source is. Whoever's posing as Verendriel might have the source to defend that outpost. Yeah. Because from what I can they've destroyed, they've destroyed everywhere else. They're trying to keep this looking like it's a functional city. And they've just laid waste to everywhere else. So it must have a purpose, it must be important for some other reason. Unless can, after we got the prophecy can, and left, they just shut shut. I can try and figure out where the, like, who might have the, might have the source. It's a long shot, but it's it, the only move we have. If you can do that, that's great. Let me ask you another question, Kerry. You've said that on a few occasions we have... Oh, I hate the idea. But we have been able to walk through death and come out where you know someone has died. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a royal no. I mean, it'll get us there quick. I mean, you see where I'm going with that now. I, I do. It's risky, so I like it, but... I mean, yeah. Tell, tell me a not risky plan to go and kill the fake Lord of Deluin, Master and, you know, Lieutenant of the God of Devils. Yeah, I mean, we don't know what's outside these walls, so... Really. Let's find that source, shall we? Yeah. That's, you can do I mean, what, do that. What you, what you say, Dargon, is that... I mean, I like, I like the plan, especially if we have someone here that can communicate with... myself or one of us quickly because we can always come back here to this temple in the blink of an eye so if something does go down but if yeah if we can if we can go there try to sort the problem in Deluin and come back in the space of a day I mean it it lowers our chances that there's something going wrong here. Obviously, we cannot, we cannot afford to lose this city because if we lose the city, that's it. There's, there's nowhere else. 
And the city's well guarded, it's well protected. Obviously, Ethereal is here. We, and that you managed to bring quite a, a vast, a vast resource of people and fighters and, you know, the city's well guarded. The city can hold on without us here. Yeah, if we can, if we can be gone for a day as opposed to five, or however much it would take us to get there. I was going to say, traveling by foot, we 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 risk this city far more. And we have the advantage that perhaps he, Asmodeus, doesn't know that we know about Deluin. Yeah, we need to keep Theodore the secret much more than we know now because he would surmise that, that problem yeah I mean as far as I can tell the, as far as I can tell we cannot be no divination magic can get through the, those walls which means that he probably ain't. we can't we can't get scryed on. From the moment the Theogodon leaves these walls, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if he'll. I don't know if Asmodeus will feel something. I... Then he stays here for now. We will be a. You will be on a, a piece on the chessboard, but not now. We need the element of surprise, and we need to know that we can go do this. It would be nice to be able to get to Deluin on false pretenses but I don't know what those false pretenses will be I think we go in we deal with the head of the beast there and as you say we do we leave? I mean that seems like uproar Shall we make more ideas and more plans when you know if you can find out where the source is? Can you do that today? I can, yeah. So what of me? Am I to sit in this temple? until you have use of me. We will need to have a discussion uh, with the people outside of this temple that you exist. And you will have limited realms. I have no realms. desire to mingle with people. If you have no task for me, I will stay here. Yes, but there are many people on our side that you have... Well, you might not have a quarrel with them, but they might. So yes, stay in this More temple. reason for me to stay in here, I guess. Stay in this temple yeah, until you have a, we have a need for you. Yeah, we're, we're trying to work on a open policy where everyone goes in, eyes open, and we, and we tell the truth. Our allies and know doesn't, everything. And, and it doesn't lie as much now. Mm -hmm. Only when it suits the, our overall aim of saving Nyland. Well, you've moved um, beyond the uh, 
thief I trained you to be. Some sort of altruistic ruler, I guess. I now use those powers for good. Fully Most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> I still like a shiny, shiny every now and again. Uh, Matt, we are on Wizard. day day two of his resurrection, correct? Uh, yes, day two of his resurrection. Day two. Um, now you've long rested twice. Day three. It's resurrected. Thoughts up near. Long rested. Caught. Rested again. Day three. Uh, no, I think it was no. We're still in the same day as court as, as the court. We just are you okay? Yes. Yeah, we took a long rest after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, so they two. So okay. we've got we've got we've got two days until he becomes powered, really. Until he becomes useful. Well, yeah. It's useful now. Just has a minus two. Everything. Um. So yes, I mean I can I can try and find the source, but even if I can't, then that means we we have a plan of attack. Yeah, we 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 have a plan. All I mean is, it'll either mean that it's so. Yeah, <laughs> we always planned to go down to Deluin. We plan to go down to Deluin, but if if the source is also there. That is a surefire thing. If it's not, then we need to get there, separate them, get out, and then lure the source and the, who's carrying it somewhere, which might be Deliwood. Hence, let's know that before we do anything rash. Are we bringing the numbers? We're we going to inform her and let her decide if she comes with, but I would take as many people as we can take. Why not ambush them with a battalion? Just checking people that actually How do we do that as a, without letting them know we know they know who they are? If we go in, with like everyone right we either go in under false pretenses and that means getting in talking our way in like we did last time the other option is that we make our way in via um, you know <laughs> deadly means by uh, best way of putting it at which point pretense is over we're in we get it done because I suppose the question is how many people are devils in disguise? Is it just Erendriel and all the other people are technically innocent bystanders? Or are they all to be killed because they're all under the influence or possessed or devils or whatever? I don't want to wipe out a Deluan army if they're actually just following orders of somebody they believe to be their king when we could then use them in our fight. Uh, Kirik, how quickly can you do that, um, you know, stopping any, uh, 
any type of creature getting nearby. So but take... the walls always stop that happening. Nobody can enter the city without my permission. Yeah, but no. What about in Deluin? What if we... Oh, I see. You, you you made it difficult for them to be there or something. I I I I, I don't understand the uh, the ins and outs of it. That's literal hundreds of spells. Right now. <laughs> so I do um, believe I do believe you did have something, didn't you? I, I I'm, I'm. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. No, you're right. That's forbidden. How quickly uh, can you scroll on this phone? <laughs> <laughs> um. I need 20 minutes to do that. Okay. It was a nice thought. It was. First I of all, though, do, however, I have the possibility of giving one of us power to see through illusions. And, well, if, and the power to see through people that are shape-shifting then we would know if it's him or more than just him. I think... I think it's the plan. I would just like to know that other information without it being an unknown. That's all we want to know. It's not really going to change our plan much. Um... Matt, the ability of mm -hmm. my shield, uh, yeah. I assume, I've, I've been meaning to ask you this for a while, um, I assume it only counts for spell slots that I have, so I can't upcast for a spell slot I don't currently have. Uh, sorry, yeah, if you're trying to cast... Um, Yes, basically. So the maximum you can do is upcast a 7th to an 8th right now. You can't try and do an 8th to a ninth. What are you oh, trying to do? Wish? But I, but I can upcast a 7th to an 8th? Yeah. Do you have 8th level You've spells? 7th level spells, right? Yeah, I just don't have 8th level spells. But if you're saying that that counts as an 8th... I, do. I, 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 just, I just didn't know. Usually, can you only cast sure. to a, a spell slot, a spell level you already you have? Uh, yeah, I just, I, yeah, my shield just has an ability. Every every spell I cast counts as a level higher. Level? Ah, uh, okay. Holy to one shit. maximum, obviously, of level nine, because you can't cast anything higher than that. But. Yeah, obviously, yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, cool. The world that that. Actually changes things, but I don't know. Um, uh, yep, I can. I can try and. I can try and find this creature. Uh, if I fail, I can actually ask her to show me. And if that doesn't work either, then at least we have a plan. I think it's worth a go. Uh, free, free, free trial. Do you want to try and yeah, yeah? Do you want to try and attempt to see one of the creatures that we 
currently have control of. Therefore, by knowing... Ah, but you can't do that while we're in this city. <laughs> I also don't know what this creature... Um, would I know what those creatures look like? I guess we fought them, so... Yes. Did I they? Don't did know. they only? Well, you you could you could scry on yours because you saw it. Um, I don't know whether you saw. Did we see True. each other's? <clears throat> he wore four of them. Remember. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. What yeah. I thought. So. You represent. Yeah, I mean. It's worth a, it's worth a go. Uh, it's worth a go, but you can't do it in this city, so it's a bit dangerous. You've got to go somewhere to try it. To then, anyway, just a thought. Sorry, Doug. On why can't uh, he do what in the city? I. We don't know who that works for, either. So, <laughs> it uh, because it's a divination spell, and so we're thinking that. Yeah, we. <laughs> But I've got enough spell slots that I can try that. Fine. Then, look. Then I wouldn't be able to I'm scry lost. on anyone in the city. So the idea... What, what we understand is that... Is that... People can't cast divination spells like scrying and stuff onto the city or anyone in it. We haven't actually attempted that, so we don't know if that actually works or not. Um, this is just what we assume. Um, so mm -hmm. we're just wondering if scrying... If it, Kirik scrying on one of us or one of the creatures that we fought specifically uh, would work. But I have enough spell slots to try that. So, try that. It's, it's worth it. Wor wor worth a go. <laughs> sure. Okay. And then, Wardens, what are we doing? Uh, Kirik's just gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna put my. Just gonna go into the pool. Okay, let's give it the last activity of the And firstly, I will attempt okay, to on the creature that resides within. Let's say dark. Okay. So you stride past Theogarden and he sort of a little bit nervously steps to the side and watches you as you enter the pool. Um, and it's almost like these small veins of ice just appear as you set foot in the pool. Um, and you sort of just stand there and close your eyes and then begin to cast that scrying spell as your eyes then open. You look at almost a... And a patch of ice so pure on the the water itself that it almost forms a mirror for you to look into. Um, and you are trying to scry on the creature that resides within Dargon. So. I so, have shit to quickly pull up. 
So I I would I would guess I am. It's either first-hand knowledge or familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't have. I yeah. I will let you try to. I will let you decide what if I have any connection to it. Likeness or picture uh, well, there'll be a, a likeness in your brain, I guess, so I'll allow that. That's what? Minus, minus seven. Okay. You're trying to beat a 20. Grand total of zero. Uh, let me just double check that. That's a wisdom save, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, in which case total of eight so you scry as such and it's let me just double check the rules of scrying do, 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 do. it's weird you stare through this glass and or stare into this ice mirror if you like and see Dargon, but it's almost like a shadow form of Dargon. And you can see a a strange glow from Dargon's arm, this greenish sort of glow. And then the green glow of this 50 foot tall like stone creature that just exists around Dargon and at the same time doesn't exist. And that's what you see. Cool. Um, am I able to see any of the surroundings? You do, but again, it's like that shadow, so you can see Dargon, you can see yourself in the pool, which itself is a surreal moment. You <laughs> see Theogodon, you see Nathim, you see Ander, you see Bothrid, you see the Temple of the Raven Queen and the doors that are open, but again, it's almost like this inverse light, if anything. Cool. Um, I will break the spell, in that case. And that icy mirror just almost shatters and then melts into the water. And I'll just take a breath, kind of come back to the room, and I will turn to Dargon and the Othrid and the. And I'll say, Well, it, it works. Um. I think the next one's going to be harder, though. But I will try. So then, once again, look at. Then try. Once again, look at the water, and I will focus all my all my strength, all my will into the image that Theogolan summoned. And with nothing else on my mind, I will attempt to cast, to cast Scry on it. 
And the save is? Uh, wisdom 20. That is an unnatural 20. Total. So I am going to say. You again see this darkness. This inverse light, if you like. It's difficult to understand the surroundings, but you do see a figure. And surrounding that figure is this fiery, fiery individual. 30 foot tall, 30 foot tall, rather, pillar of fire. And the eyes just sort of, as they swirl around this column, eventually stop and fix upon you. And there is just this crackle of terrible laughter. And then the vision is gone. The mirror cracks. Feeling the vision go, could I attempt to all out to the Raven Queen. Just say, just grant me this one vision. I'm gonna cast, I'm gonna try Divine Intervention. Go for it. Don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a seven. I'm not even fucking kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I can't there believe are that's the one. Literal that works. dice gods. Oh. Uh, there is a cold yeah, now I mean... that spreads throughout the temple. <laughs> Everyone feels it. The pool itself just turns to solid ice around Kirik. And Kirik, you feel two gentle hands on your shoulder. And then one of the hands just snakes up the back of your neck and pushes your head forward so that your nose now touches the ice. Look closer, Kirik. And as your nose touches the, the glass, that column of fire once again forms. And the laughter's there, but the laughter then stops. And the eyes sort of look puzzled for a moment. And the light shifts from that darkness, that inverse light, slightly. To the point where you see... The surroundings... Around this figure. A throne. great hanging chandelier of sorts that looks like a crescent moon and elven guards lining a walkway to the throne and seated on the throne is a figure that shifts 
and love it shifts and changes as you look at them Arendriel mirror fear one minute and then this creature with red skin leathery wings and where Arendriel holds an elven blade this creature holds a blade that just roils with fire. Anything else you would like to try and do with this crying spell right now? Oh man. <laughs> Is there. Uh, um. guess uh trying to trying to like if i if i can trying to just get a feel like a, an understanding on the, the faces of the people in the room very conscious of what Anders said that he would rather not kill innocents and obviously going very much in line with what I think um, yeah just trying to get a read on these guys and see if they are ruled by fear if if they are you know, satisfied with where they are etc etc make me uh, a wisdom check, but add your spellcasting modifier to it, please. I don't want to move the D100 from the dice box. <laughs> just, <laughs> just keep it, it up there. and place it down. <laughs> uh, sorry, wisdom check with what? Your spellcasting ability modifier, please. Uh, that would be. Uh, yeah, that's six. Uh, 11. Okay. As you reach further out, just pushing and pushing against this vision now, trying to spread your gaze wiser and sort of wider, wider even, and float across the faces of these elven guards that stand almost like a, flanking the throne and then down the central corridor of this throne room. Three four five faces shift out of the twelve that are there no longer elven but this face with long spined ears and spines that reach off the face itself almost like barbs coming off this creature The rest, however, appear truly elven. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think at this point, um, yeah, Raven Queen is 
quite almost literally manifested herself in the plane and used Kirik's body as a vessel. So I think I think I want to keep the spell going, but I physically cannot hold it just because of the sheer amount of power surging through. Um, and I will then uh, the the spell will break, and um, I think Kirik will just like have to like I'll just I'll just have to hold on my hold myself up on the side of the pool because because um, yeah because my legs give out from under me and the armor just starts pulling me down. Seeing Kirik struggle, I'll run forward and try and pull lift him off your. So you feel that hand lift off your head and that presence lift off your shoulders where it was holding up and you do just begin to sink um, as Dargon then reaches down and just scoops you up. And you sort of just lay there. Um, Dargon, I'm going to need a constitution saving throw from you, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sea water and pluck Kirik out of, but you do get that familiar shiver that goes through you, and it's a shiver you've only felt in one place. And that's yeah. when you pierce the veil itself. Kirik, Kirik, are you with us? Are you here? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that all bad? That was a. Uh... Something. Um, yeah, it's 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 him. He he has a belly when Then we have our plan. To belly when. Well then. Good luck. Try not to die. I would like some purpose before I shift back into well, whatever was beyond the veil. Nathan's then going to stand there and sort of look at you four and five even. I'll watch him. Probably wouldn't do him well to just sit here and stew on his own, but... I have my own issues to work through. Could do with some quiet. Is Nathan aware of what just happened to Kirik? Very much so. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was my first nat 20 of the night, so... Hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. We all have one apart from Dogon. Haven't rolled that much. Very rolling. <laughs> I was going to say there's been a night of RP. So, um, but I will say, as Nathan says that, and you sort of all reel in the knowledge and begin to form plans of what you now plan to do, and think about how to get to Deluin and beyond, and what comes next. We will leave it there for tonight, as we are. Just about half an hour of time, so um, 
thank you all for sticking with us ultimately i appreciate with the it's it's a late one tonight but we did get heavy into some decent rp there and i was reluctant to break the flow of the folks uh, and the, uh, the guys doing the rp there so um yes congratulations to our three winners we will be in touch with those special prizes stick i'll reach out and get you the the t-shirt sorted um thank you to our new follower and welcome to martin magic hopefully you've enjoyed it please go check out the past episodes either on youtube or our podcast um there's a lot to get through um but yes uh we will over the next couple of weeks as i said last week be working on the discord channel as well so we'll try and get something like that set up um Samal and i are going to work on that but we'll wait till Samal comes back from his holidays um which brings us on to next week where we will be a man short as Samal is on his holidays but we will make sure we've got everything planned so that we know what kirik aims to do um but yes what what an episode for our two-year anniversary. d and not all about combat. d and not all about the dice rolls. Sometimes it's just about the stories that your players tell. Um, and that has been awesome. So thank you so, so much for joining us once again. I will not labour this anymore. We have been the Molten Magic crew. This has been our two-year anniversary episode, episode 104 of The Forgotten Kingdom of Nylin. We will be back next week, same time, 7.30pm UK time right here on Twitch. And until then, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. If you like what you've heard here, then don't forget to check us out on Twitch on Monday nights, 7.30pm UK time, with video on demand and podcast release the following Friday. We will see you soon.